0: For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make?
1: middle of the baseball season and a man who just made his fifth all-star team his team of course not having the year that uh, Buster Posey would like but uh, Buster how are you balancing it and thanks for joining on the mark again great to have you back here but uh, you've had a phenomenal year yourself uh, again in the all-star game starting but uh, obviously you guys have not won as many games as you would have liked Yeah, I mean,
2: it has been a tough year. I mean, I think uh, the way the way we have to look at it is, um, you, know, you have to look at these last two months as a challenge. It, it, you know, that we, we have to challenge ourselves and show up and and try to find something to get us going and, and get a groove and hopefully uh, finish on a high note.
1: Yeah, Buster's doing great work with insurance. We'll get to that uh, as we get through the conversation here. But so, okay, let, let's talk about the last two months and how do you look at that for yourself? I mean. Being a veteran, World Series champion, you're coming to the park every day, and y- you had had one season in your career where you've been under 500. I assume it's just all about pride and performance and and being the best you can be. But is there is there more to it for you to get yourself ready to go?
2: Um. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's about being a professional. You know. I mean, this is this is our job, and no matter if the season's uh, going the way you want it to or not, it's your your job to show up and. Be prepared
1: uh, when you get to the ballpark, and, and then,
2: uh, you know, do what you can do to try to help the team win a game each night or day. You
1: know, you guys just are coming off a series with the Dodgers, and you're you're in every game. It's extra inning games, and I, I've seen a bunch of quotes from some of your teammates saying, please don't break this team up. We'd like to come back next year, and we think we could be right in there in the mix. I mean, if management, and I'm sure they don't do this, but if they were going to ask you, would you share the same sentiment that, hey, this team next season could win a whole lot more games and doesn't need a major rebuild?
2: Well, I think <clears throat> I think the, the obvious answer is yes. We've got guys that um, have won a lot before and have won a lot together, but at the same time, as you mentioned, you know, there's been some frustrating games this year. There's been games, uh, it seems like a lot, and like this Dodgers series where we're in them and we just can't come out on top, so... Uh, we've got to, as a group, we've got to figure out a way to, to get back to winning those games.
1: And, but does, I guess like when you're in it, I mean, it's a long season and baseball is crazy, but it does feel to you like, you know, you're, you're basically right there. I mean, there's a ton of talent on that roster.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it does feel like we're there, but then at the same time, when, when you keep, uh, you know, having some of the outcomes that we've had, uh, it, it can get frustrating. So I think, again, you know, we, we have to <laughs> – we can't say what's the, the – you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting a different result. So there has to be adjustments. All of us have to make adjustments, including myself, to figure out uh, how to win more
1: games. Uh, it's, it's an interesting – that leads me into thinking about adjustments going on around baseball and all the exit velocity and launch angle and a lot of comments from people saying that guys want to hit home runs because they know that that's how they get paid and that's where the money come from comes from. And people are changing their approach with all the stats that are out there. I mean, what's your take about guys going up to the plate? Do you see it more where they're trying to hit the home run, thinking about, I don't know, their own self versus, you know, the team and actually just, you know, trying to not make an out, get on base, move move the line forward?
2: Yeah, I don't know about that, about thinking about themselves, but it, it definitely does seem like guys are trying to get the ball in the air more. And, you know, all the advanced data is showing that, um, you know, you've got a better chance to succeed if you do um, get the ball in the air rather than putting it on the ground. Plus, defensive alignment is so good today that uh, a lot of holes on the infield are, are closing up. There's, again, the, the data out there for guys that have some time in the big leagues now, um, you know, can can have the defenders positioned um, in spots where that traditionally used to be hit. So I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's all it's part of the evolution of the
1: game. And baseball wants offense, fans love scoring and all that. Do you think that you could see a day where Rob Manfred or baseball in general could say, hey, like the third baseman, you can never cross onto the other side of second base. Like the the whole shift thing could sort of, the rules could be implemented where you can't stack guys like that. I mean, would would, would that ring true to you of something to do, or does that seem ridiculous? Like, hey, if you want to go play wherever you want to play, that's, uh, you know, whatever team you're playing, that's their call.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's an, I think everybody's thought about that, but it, just looking, I mean, the offense seems to, to be the up around the league this year, so I, I wouldn't think that would be a concern with the way uh, runs are being scored right now.
1: All right, Buster Posey with us here, working with e You guys got a, a new initiative coming up here to raise awareness, uh, money for pediatric uh, cancer, and, um, you know, you and your wife, Kristen, you've got the uh, Buster and, and Kristen Posey Fund, which you you started last year, you guys have raised nearly a million dollars for uh why why is this you know heavy on on your heart and and obviously uh you know congrats on all the great work you're doing as well
2: thank you yeah uh, Kristen and I started this as you mentioned about a year ago and, and it really was a couple years coming. Kristen met uh, a mother whose uh, child was almost the same age as ours it, was going through chemotherapy for, and radiation for neuroblastoma. And, uh, Kristen and I always felt like, you know, we have been blessed and, and very grateful to have a platform and we wanted to, to give back, but we wanted to be passionate about something. And, and Kristen's really the driving force behind this. It was something that she came to me and said, you know, I think this is it. Let's, let's put our time and effort, uh, behind this and and try to help some kids and, and, siblings of the kids and parents they're just going through a really difficult time and I think being parents ourselves uh it's 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 easy sc- and scary uh to identify with with uh families going through this
1: yeah it, my uh my cousin's a child oncologist so he sees it all the time when I hear the stories it's I, it's 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 something that touches so many people it's it's uh it's really it's a tough thing, and it's great that you guys are, are using uh, your platform to, to give back. A couple, couple more baseball questions, Buster. What, um, you know The talk always is when catchers get into their 30s that they need to leave from behind the plate, go play first base, and you're no different. Fans want to preserve your career. They, they love you in the lineup. And your manager says that uh, your heart is behind the plate, and it doesn't seem like you, know, you need to move. You're having a great season. How do you respond to the whole first base talk?
2: Um, well, I, I, I enjoy catching. I, 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 feel like I have value behind the plate. Um, hopefully we can win another championship behind the plate. Uh, you know, and somebody like Molina is inspiring for me. I mean, he's 35 years old and, uh, still going out and catching a lot. So he's got a few years on me.
1: <laughs> how how do you balance keeping yourself in the lineup versus, knowing when, okay, my body needs a day off today and I got to take care of myself. But you want to be there for your teammates, but you also play a position that's got such demand that you, you really got to be 100% to be back there and do what you need to do.
2: Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a fine line and a balance to it. Um, I think it's just, you know, being, being aware, being self-aware of your body and, and how far you can push it before you're uh, you know, being a little bit counterproductive. Um, and again, I think that's some of that's trial and error, and uh, you know, ultimately, I think if you try to make your decisions based on, uh, you know, am I going to help the team win by doing this? Uh, you should be in the right spot.
1: Yeah. Do you think the uh, the Dodgers are the class of the National League?
2: Well, the way, they played this year, they are for sure. I mean, they've uh, you know the the run they're on. With the wins over the last month and a half is is pretty incredible, and uh, they seem to be clicking on all cylinders and uh, you know obviously we unfortunately were on the wrong end of a couple of their comebacks here this past weekend
1: yeah uh, and I know that you're dialed in on yourself and your own team, but uh, when you look around the national league who who do you uh think is the toughest competition for l a if you could handicap that?
2: Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to say. I mean, you've got uh, a lot can happen in two months. Teams can get hot. We've we've been one of those teams in the past where you get hot towards the end of the year. Um, you, know, you know, Nationals are playing good baseball. Seems like the Cubs are, are heating up. But again, a lot of a lot of baseball left to go.
1: Yeah, and uh, last one for you here. Along those lines, see some teams when they they clinch early, like the, the Dodgers, are going to know they're in the playoffs. They don't necessarily have the foot their foot on the gas at the end of the season going into the playoffs and. Some teams are, you know, they have to push to the very end and then they get in. Do you think there is an advantage, like if you're almost if you're in a nonstop pennant race from say September on, where you need to win every day? Does that matter come playoff time? Um, I, I think it depends
2: on the personalities on the team. I think uh, from our standpoint, we've benefited from being in, in, in tight races towards end in 2012 when we we won the division by 12 games or so. Uh, and we lost two games quickly to a really good Cincinnati team, and we're fortunate to recover. But um, yeah, I think I think there's a benefit to to playing meaningful meaningful games down the stretch.
1: And and last one for Buster Posey again, doing great work with with insurance and uh, pediatric cancer. If if the commissioner came down today, Buster and said, "Here's the new rule: catchers can only, or anyone on the infield for that matter, can only visit the pitcher." Three times in a game, you can do it whenever you want. You can do it three times in the first, three times in the ninth, or you know, sprinkle it however you want to do it. What would you think about that as far as keeping the pace of the game moving?
2: Yeah, I'd be okay with it, honest. I I don't know. You know, you'd have to do something about mound visits from pitching coaches as well, because I mean, I think that that seems to be more prevalent than ever. Um I don't know. Honestly, I'm not sure how much it would speed it up, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any complaints about it. I think, obviously, the the big thing is uh, for a catcher and, and a pitcher is making sure you're you're uh, have the signs. You know, for if a, if a runners on second, you want to make sure you're you're lined up with the signs, and I'm sure the home plate umpire wants wants that as well.
1: Right. He doesn't want, doesn't want to get drilled. So most of those conversations are about signs and whatnot. It's not like, hey, man, come on, you're okay. You can do this.
2: Yeah, it's a a mixture. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I try to, I I think, yeah, try not to spend too much time out there personally.
1: Right. Buster, always appreciate the time. Congrats on another great year for you, and uh, push to the finish, man. I I know you guys will uh, represent the Giants in first-class manner the rest of the way, and I, I always appreciate the time talking to you.
2: Okay, thanks, Mark.
0: Father's Day. Celebrate the dads who bring joy, love, and laughter into our lives with a gift from Mickey Couture. Our luxurious, ultra-soft blankets are the perfect way to show your appreciation for all the big and little moments he creates. Whether he's cheering on his favorite team or sharing bedtime stories, a Mickey Couture blanket will wrap him up in comfort and love. Visit MickeyCouture.com or head to your nearest store and find the perfect blanket to make this Father's Day unforgettable. Mickey Couture, because dads deserve the very best.